Blog Talk Radio. Hello, and welcome to today's episode of 219 Green Connect, where we explore topics about the environment and green living in Northwest Indiana. For past show archives, news, and upcoming events, you can check out our website at 219greenconnect.com, or you can join us on Facebook or Twitter. Our ID on both of those is 219 Green Connect. And you can also subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or anywhere that you get your podcast. I'm your host, Kathy Sippel, and with me today, I have Joshua Sutton. He is the retail manager at Trail Yard in Valpo. And this is, uh, if you're out of the area, you don't know Valpo, is my hometown, Valparaiso, Indiana. And I had never been to Trail Yard before yesterday. I'd never been to Creekside Trails, which is adjacent to Trail Yard. I'm going to let... Joshua explained the relationship between those two, but just I want to communicate my excitement before I lob it over to him because it it really felt like a little mini vacation that I took for an hour or two yesterday. (laughs) And I had just put it out on Facebook the day before, like, hey, I'm going on a hike every day in November. Do any friends want to join me? Full disclosure, uh, Lisa Sutton is Joshua's wife, and she has been my hiking partner along with her daughter, B just a few weeks ago and hope she said yeah i know those trails would be happy to come had no idea that joshua worked there so anyway trail yard is just it's a wonderful place it's a beautiful building the nature view over there is great just the vibe of it was beautiful attention to detail i wish i had pictures on the show notes so you could see it but just to give you some idea like live edge wood baseboard trim I mean, that might not sound like much, but where do you see that? It's it's just, it's like very zen. You almost feel like you're somewhere out west in like Utah or Wyoming or Colorado or something like that. But anyway, I could go on, but let's hear from the guest because he's got the the goods on maybe some of the history of how this came together, his love for biking, because uh, I know he heads up the, the retail store that has all kinds of, I, I believe, bike rentals and all kinds of things. And I think I saw snowshoes you're going to have. So let me stop talking. Joshua, happy to have you. <laughs> you can well, start yeah, with whatever you. thread you want. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for having me on, Kathy. So I am actually hiking out on Creekside Trails right now. Beautiful snowy day out here, certainly. Just a little bit of wind. Uh, but, yeah, so I want to really start with Creekside Trails because that is so much in our DNA. So... Valparaiso Parks Department opened up Creekside Trails in late 2019. And it was sort of, as I remember, the first really cold day of the year. At the time, it was about four to five miles. They're designed as mountain bike trails, but they've always attracted hikers and trail runners as well. So Valpo Parks opened that up, like I said, late 2019, and then not terribly long after that, um, and they're weird, the trails were attracting a lot of people, but I was approached by my good friend uh, Chuck Gleason about an idea he had, <laughs> uh, which obviously eventually grew to be Trail Yard. Uh, so we opened up the Outpost Shop, which is uh, a bike, sh- a mountain bike-focused shop, certainly, but uh, we do a lot of outdoor gear as well, and that's certainly going to grow. We do mountain bike rentals. Uh, we're doing starting snowshoe rentals this fall or this winter. Um, and we have a service department where we service any type of bike 
it doesn't need to be a mountain bike, but that service department has really kept a lot of the people able to ride because if you show up from out of state to go ride Creekside Trails, which happens more than you would think, and then all of a sudden you have a derailleur problem, well, instead of getting your trip ruined, sometimes we can take care of it while you wait. We opened up that outpost shop about 14 months ago now, August of 2021. And then, uh, as you know, we just opened up the coffee shop, restaurant, and bar uh, a little bit over a month ago. So it's been a really fun journey so far and certainly feels like the journey is just beginning. To yeah. give an update on Creekside Trail, oh, sorry. No, that's okay. I just was going to oh, say yeah. thanks for that, that update. And oh, how yeah. many miles? You said that it started with four or five miles, but I think it's it's more yeah. miles than that now, isn't it? Yeah, so it's up to about 13, 14 miles right now, uh, continuing to grow. Certainly uh, there's kind of a lot of the original trail and then a lot of newer stuff. So it's real. it's got physical boundaries of roads and railroad tracks, but there's a lot more that's going to happen certainly next year both for technical mountain biking uh, sections as well as stuff that is suited as hiking trails, too. So, and oh, Valpo Parks has really done a great, a great job with it and maintaining really it. It's really beautiful. Yeah, I, I just had no idea that that was all down yeah. there. But we saw yeah. geese, we saw bluebirds, we saw mallard ducks, we saw, you know, um, it just it was really beautiful. I I had no idea, and I'm I'm a pretty avid hiker, not so much with the biking. And I, it's kind of sure. rare for me that I'm I've been doing this for a while, and I discover a new place in my own town. So I really encourage mm-hmm. people to check out check out the trails. And afterwards, I can't imagine a nicer place to go for a, a good cup of coffee or a beer or I'm not sure what all you offer there. Mm-hmm. I I had a scone, and it was like absolutely delicious. It was a pizza scone. Um, so, hey, work for lunch, brunch, any meal of the day. <laughs> but um, just really, really high quality, a great experience in there. So, yeah, here I am fangirling again, but I'm giving you the talking <laughs> stick back. <laughs> well, and that's certainly something that we like to say, that at Trillard we're next door to outside. That I mean, even looking at me this morning, I went in, did a little bit of work, had a coffee, I was like, oh, I'm going to go get on uh, this phone call with you. So uh, just put on my puffy and went out for a little hike. And it's just that very natural transition uh, from one to the other. Uh, certainly whenever somebody visits, we try to have a lot of windows in the restaurant. Certainly there's beautiful outdoor seating uh, as well, so you can be a little bit closer. But it's just that natural transition from... Yeah, mm-hmm. here I am interrupting again, but I can't wait to oh, go back on a somewhat nicer day. Like that outdoor seating yeah. is to die for. I mean, there are sofas, there are fire pit tables. Um, mm-hmm. It just looks like some place you'd really want to linger. It's not just, you know, a few tiny little tables. It's like really an outdoor lounge with a beautiful outdoor view, and it, it's just it's so well done. Really, really nice. Thank you. Yeah. And it's certainly something that even working here, I mean, we're able to enjoy it so easily. I've certainly gone on rides before and after work. So for people that work here, it, it, it's kind of a, one of the perks, if you will, <laughs> that we're yeah. so close to the trailhead. So, I oh. mean, I, I, can, I can even leave a lot of my mountain bike gear here, so I kind of don't have that many excuses not to go for a ride when I can. 
Okay, I'm just going to say one more thing, and then I really will let you talk. Oh, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> but, you know, I, I'm in a household where we have been probably maybe more careful than most about COVID, and I do have to say I felt 100% comfortable, like, eating inside the restaurant oh. because it was, like, just so spread out and so spacious. It's, it's really, like, a nice big space. You don't feel jammed in there. And if it's a nice enough day, there's plenty of places to sit outside. So I'm just imagining, like, hiking with friends through the winter, grabbing a cup of hot chocolate or coffee and just, you know, sitting out there in my puffy, as you said, <laughs> if you're dressed <laughs> for it. And, you know, why yeah. not just sit outside and have a hot beverage with your friends, like, all winter long? Like, I, you've given me something to look forward to now here at the end of fall when what the snow is beginning to descend upon us, like today. But... Um, yeah, and so I, I know one of the big things that we wanted to talk about today is a special event that you have the day after Friday, or excuse me, the day after Thanksgiving, traditionally called Black Friday. But you've got an alternative to Black Friday. Is, would this be a good time to talk about that? Yes, yeah, sure. Yeah, so I think going off of what you said about uh, sort of pandemic and post-pandemic, we all went through a couple years there where in many ways the outdoors was our only escape and, and our only, and what a good form of entertainment and uh, something. And, and then separate from that or related to that, we all realized, I think how important family can be and being forced to spend a lot more time together. So in 2015, the outdoor uh, retailer REI started opt outside just as an alternative to long shopping lines to waking up super early just to get that new flat screen TV. And it's something that's really taken off. I mean, first nationwide and then internationally, a lot of the outdoor industry, especially, but certainly some other industries have latched onto it. It's something that it just really encourages people to go outside. I mean, whether or not it's with family, whether or not it's with friends, whether or not it's just a solo pursuit one day, be it a bike ride, be it a hike. So at Troyard for the second year in a row, we're going to close down the bike shop and host a little opt-out side event. This year it's going to be a super family-friendly scavenger hunt. So putting together a nature scavenger hunt, hike, I should say. So families can go out, kids can see what they can find on the trails. Certainly a great way to encourage folks uh, maybe let's say taking a little bit of a deeper dive into the trails and really uh, looking around. And then if they want to after that, I'm doing a nature-themed art project inside of Trio Yard as well. We'll have the restaurant open that day to support everything. So we're just really looking forward to providing an opportunity for Northwest Indiana families to, and like I said, avoid those shopping lines, uh, and staring at the screen clicking, and really just get out into nature and spend some time together. Yeah, I, I love that. I really love that. So just got a couple questions for you. I will put the links, you know, in the show notes, but just in case somebody's not near a computer, they're walking and listening like you are, <laughs> can we tell them, <laughs> number one, the, the times, um, and is, is there a cost? Do people need to sign up? And also, let's just give a shout-out for how people can find you all online, like maybe your website, your social media, that kind of thing. Sure. So the event is completely free, no charge. Even if you come in to do the art project afterwards, it's not like we're forcing you to buy a drink or lunch at the, at the restaurant. 
uh, it'll take place, as you said, on Black Friday, uh, Friday, November 25th, the day after Thanksgiving. The actual scavenger hunt and art project, I'm going to be running between 9 a.m. and 2 p.m., but certainly I really encourage people to just get out on the trails uh, anytime throughout that day. It's not like people have to do those specific things. We're certainly hoping to get a lot of folks out on the trails that day. I know that both Indiana DNR, Indiana State Parks, they're opening up a lot of their properties as well, too. So just whatever we can to help folks get outside, opt outside, awesome. if you will. Yes, I, I really and then, love that. Uh, yeah. Uh, in terms of information, we've got a Facebook event for that. We've got a Facebook page and an Instagram for both the restaurant and the coffee shop, or sorry, restaurant and the uh, outpost, the bike shop and outdoor shop. We have two separate websites right now just to keep things clean. So we've got Trail Yard Valpo for the restaurant and then Trail Yard Bikes for the outpost building. Uh, but really, most stuff is going to be on our social media about Opt Outside. Yeah, great. Well, that that's wonderful. And uh, the photos are, are good on your website, but I, I can't stress this enough. I just don't think they do it justice. It, I think it's <laughs> it because it's the whole vibe. It's, you know, like where it is. Thanks. You'd have to almost do a complete 360 or a walkthrough or something like that to really, mm-hmm. to really feel mm-hmm. it. But the trails... Um, I mean, I am not such a mountain biker. Some of those things actually look a little um, adventurous. So do you do you get people that are, are fairly advanced? It, it looks like the trails might have something for just about everybody. Yes. I, I like to tell people that the trails are really designed for a fairly full spectrum of mountain biking. Certainly in uh, areas of the world with as much more elevation, you can get to a different level of mountain biking, but during the warmer months, I lead a family mountain bike ride out here every month. So there's sections of the trail that I just know are a little bit less elevation changes, not as technical. So and we've got little kids out on that ride. Uh, but then we certainly, the trails attract people from across state lines just because of some of the jumps and because of the features that are out here. Uh, and as I, I was thinking at, that's certainly a section, some section of the trail that's going to be growing, so uh, I certainly think that it'll give a good ecotourism boost to Northwest Indiana. I I would agree. There were definitely some things that I'm, I'm not even sure I could say, like, as a younger woman, would I tackle that? <laughs> like, there, there were uh, a few trails that we were like, just as hikers, that looks pretty steep, you know? Yeah. Um, but it, yeah, so I really think there are definitely trails that anybody could easily do you know, for a, a novice, but then it, it certainly looked like there was some adventure there for the people that are a bit more fit or seeking that kind of thing. So just mm-hmm. really encourage people mm-hmm. to go and check it out. And I love that you've got, you know, this kind of family orientation, giving people another option that's kind of, you know, healthier, obviously. And I, I love what you said, too, about what COVID taught us is, you know, kind of that challenge and the opportunity for spending time mm-hmm. as a family and how to do that differently, how to do that better. And outside is definitely a magical ingredient <laughs> in a lot of successful family recipes, I'm sure, and just relationship recipes. So, yeah. I completely agree, else? yeah. I, I just, I'm kind of curious about you because I think 
one of the things oh, I've sure. known about you is somebody that I've connect, been connected to on Facebook for a long time is, you know, I can see you really have a, a love of biking. Is that something mm-hmm. that you did as, as a very young person, or how did you get really uh, involved in biking? Sure. So I think I started off as a kid biking, as many do. Just, I mean, I had a department store bike, just would, have, would bike around the block and bike to friends' houses. And then in between high school and college, a bike shop, uh, this is in uh, Illinois, in the Chicago suburbs, hired me out of the blue. I was actually applying to a pet store next door. And a high school friend, who's actually still in the bike industry today, today, uh, I'd stop by the shop to say hi to him. And he was like, oh, you should apply here. I'm like, I know a little bit about skateboards, but I don't really know anything about bicycles. And <laughs> that kind of pulled me in. Uh, both to working in bike shops, but also certainly to bicycling. And 22 years later, and I've, I've tried to leave the industry. I've certainly done a couple other things, but here I am 22 years later still doing it. Wow. What I really like, like about Troyan and Outpost, though, is that I'm able to combine not only biking, mountain biking, but also elements of outdoor activities. So there are times in my life when I've got more free time and I fly fish a lot, and I've been able to totally go out on my bicycle take out, and take the fly rod actually on the bike with me, go to a river or a lake, uh, and do a little bit of fishing. There's actually a whole hashtag for it called bike fish, hashtag bike fishing. So really, comp- and then uh, I know other people that go birding by bike, so I'm actually going to be stocking some really neat binoculars in the shop soon so people can go on their mountain bike ride or go on their hike and then see, uh, really pay attention. I mean, I can't tell you, just live, I live so close to Creekside Trails and in between there and downtown Valpo. And I just see so much more nature and so many more animals at Creekside. <laughs> and just being this close to downtown Valpo, it just yeah. amazes me and just helping people access that. Yeah, it is amazingly close. I'm actually kind of on the north side of Valpo, kind of near Rogers Lakewood Park. But for me, oh, nice. hitting Ransom Road down, you know, to Froberg and then south, uh, it mm-hmm. it took me less than 10 minutes to get there. So even for me, it's yeah. it's very close, very convenient. But yeah. certainly, yeah, from downtown, it's like just, I don't even think it's a hop, skip, and a jump. It's just like a hop and a skip. <laughs> it's yeah, it's yeah. really, really nice. But, yeah, I love what you said, too, about offering, you know, the full-service bike shop. And I, I think, do you have rentals as well or some kind of rentals? Yes. Yep. Okay. This summer we started uh, mountain bike rentals. We've got a couple electric assist mountain bikes, uh, some other mountain bikes, uh, and even some kids' mountain bikes, too. Uh, Yeti, who is sort of one of our brands, they've been making mountain bikes uh, since 1985 out of Colorado. Um, and so certainly... Some of the rentals are Yetis, and they've been a really great company to work with. Uh, just really, like, wholesome company and stayed on the small side uh, and really great folks to work with. Uh, but, yeah, the mountain bike rentals have gone over really well, definitely bringing a lot of people to the trails for the first time. Uh, and then I'm really excited, like I said, to start up the snowshoe rentals as soon as we have enough snow, of course, yeah. uh, just to give people that access. So, and then I do want to add, too, the trails certainly get cross-country skiers on them as well, so people are welcome to do that. Uh, I'm just not going to cross-country skis, at least right now. Okay, I have cross-country skis, so that is good to oh, know. Yeah. I was I actually meant yeah. to ask about that yesterday. I'm so glad you brought that up. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, and so if somebody didn't have equipment, like what would be their best chance of um, ensuring that equipment would be there when they get there? Would they call ahead and reserve, or what What would be your system, or just show up and kind of try your luck? Sure, either one. So uh, I rarely have people where they want to uh, rent a bike and there's nothing available. So they can okay. certainly just show up and do it. They can call in, and I can take care of them over their phone. And uh, we, on our website at couriadbikes.com, there is a link to be able to rent anything as well, too. I will add with the mountain bike rentals, too, I do include a free helmet rental. And then with Great. the snowshoe rentals, you also get uh, hike, trekking poles as well as gaiters, too. And I do have some, I, I do have some little kid uh, snowshoes, too, for rent. That's awesome. Okay, that's going on my bucket list. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and then I've been snowshoe. Yeah, I've been stocking up on uh, gloves and hats too, just so folks, even if they forget something, they can get something last minute. Like I said, I'm just trying to tear down barriers between yeah. getting people out on the trails. Well, I think you're doing it. I mean, just we've got some <laughs> Facebook friends in common, and I saw you know um, a friend Tim who said, "Hey, they hooked us up with." Uh, helmets we forgot ours you know so it's it is just nice if you put aside the time and you're excited to do it taking away those obstacles to to enjoyment is really very nice very thoughtful so it sounds like you're just doing a lot Mm -hmm. of things right i hope you all are wildly successful i hope you get a great turnout next week and uh, i've invited a lot of people i'll share this podcast but um yeah whether you're opting outside on black friday which obviously stands for something, you know, it's an alternative to that day that can be about just consumerism and kind of going a little nutty for the holiday, you know, opt outside every day. I've been doing this for November. This month is kind of a a challenge that I set for myself. And I think if I didn't have that challenge, I, I would maybe not be as inspired to try to do it every day and hit some sort of goal. But opt outside, that's a great hashtag every day, <laughs> all year round. So thanks for telling listeners about it. Is there anything else you'd like to, to share with people that we haven't uh, talked about yet? Nothing I can really think of. Uh, I mean, I just really encourage people. I mean, the restaurant, the coffee shop opens at 7 a.m. every morning. Uh, we're bo- both the restaurant and the Outposts are closed on Mondays, but you can get that adventure started before work if you want to, uh, and then it can certainly be a dinner with the family after work. So uh, we really try to make it easy, um, like I said, not only to get a good meal, uh, uh, but also to enjoy the trails. Good. Oh, I, I do have one more question. I, I oh, really yeah. love the, the art. I already said, you know, like the live mm-hmm. edge baseboard molding, but is there yep. any story? Are those local artists or do, do any of the pieces in there have a story that you would know about and be able to share? Yeah, it's certainly all uh, local and regional artists, to the best of my knowledge. Um, and then all the work was done fairly locally as well, too, on the two buildings. Uh, so yeah. and maybe I can provide you with some. I don't know if you have show notes, but I can try yeah, to get you some yeah, links for the show notes. Yeah, I do. I do. That's great. Or or go in there yourself yeah. and see them. I I yeah. really can't yeah. believe I forgot to take photos. But I love the wall on. I think it's the north wall. It's sort of like a topo map, maybe. But oh, it also yeah. looks yeah. like tree rings. I just I was like just so intrigued oh, by that design. Yeah. It just kept me like yeah. looking at it, and I mean I just. <laughs> It's kind of almost overstimulated, but at the same time, it's very natural. I'm just really hyped up on mm-hmm. nature, I guess. <laughs> yeah. 
But anyway, well, great and, having and, you today. Yeah, and, thanks. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I will tease. We do have a lot more in store for next year, too. So okay. <laughs> this is only the beginning. Oh, I know one thing I didn't ask about live music. I think I saw that um, mm-hmm. on your Facebook. Is that something you're doing mm-hmm. year-round? Or how, yeah. tell me a little bit about uh, that. Yes, year-round we're doing, uh, let's say, more casual live music uh, right now, sort of inside, if you will. But then certainly we're looking into some outdoor music eventually as well. Okay. And I know I asked you this yesterday, and we didn't really have a chance to, to find out probably the answer yet, but you've got a beautiful um, kind of event room toward the back that it looks like mm-hmm. might be available for rentals or something like that. Yes. And I, mm-hmm. It just seems like a gorgeous space to do something, especially with a, a crowd that, I mean, who doesn't love nature, but especially a crowd that loves nature. I, I It yeah. had me thinking, like, what kind of what kind of event could I host here <laughs> just to have sure. just to be in that room and be in that space, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, yeah, just really, really nice. It, it is like a little mini vacation, incredibly close to downtown Valpo. So, again, yeah. check it yeah. out. Yeah. You yeah. might see me on the trail. Yeah, I, I like to say we're a destination without the drive. Yeah, that it really lives up. And next door to outside is <laughs> yeah. also a great tagline <laughs> because it is exactly that. You deliver very, very well on both of those things. Thanks. Well, thank you. Yeah, thanks so much it's for been being a pleasure. with me today. Yeah, so this has been another episode mm-hmm. of 219 Green Connect. I'm your host, Kathy Sipple, and my guest today has been Joshua Sutton. He is the retail manager at Trail Yard in Valpo, so that's the, uh, the the bike store part of it, bike store and rental and other outdoor equipment, as we've already talked about. So you can find out more, once again, at trailyardvalpo.com. And there are, as we've mentioned, a couple different websites that you can probably get to right from there. But find out about uh, their event on Black Friday, opt outside, go there for a hike. If it's not nice weather, you can still enjoy the nature from indoors over a nice meal or a drink with friends. And I really hope you guys, again, do do very, very well, because I'm, I'm delighted to have this right here in my town. So anyway, that's all we have time for today. Thank you so much for being here. We're going to go ahead and say goodbye for now. Bye, Joshua. Bye. Thanks for having me. Thank you.